Dance Party 247 podcast, first one of 2022. We have DJ Envy and we have a guest all the way from Fulkirk, DJ Half Jate. And we're going to talk on a subject or two today that uh, we've uh, come across over the, the Christmas and festive period is um, DJ Christmas presents and um, the suitability to, uh, to DJ and stream across the, the internet. Um, Mr. Envy, you kind of brought this to, to our attention by a, a post that you you saw. Um, would you like to explain? Yeah, I do want to say, though, but don't forget to like, subscribe. Um, yeah, so I see a, um, a post on Facebook. Um, some guy in his late 30s, early 40s um, had got a DDJ 200. And his hashtag was... I can now stream to the world because I'm a DJ. And I literally had to run to the toilet and pee myself because it was it was that funny. I thought it was funny. No disrespect to the guy. Fair play to him. Um, got to start somewhere. You, you've got to start somewhere. But but not not out, not at the top. <laughs> no, to come out with a and you know with a, a two hundred um, that is a kid's toy. It is. It, it's yeah. just a, it's a toy. Um, you know, you, it's like a mo- it's like a mobile phone. You put it in your back pocket, you take it around your pal's house, and just mess around, didn't you? Yeah. That's that's what it is. And um, yeah, I I just thought, well, how many more of them are we going to see in the next four to six weeks popping up all over Facebook um, and Instagram? Yeah, but also, how many of them are going to disappear again afterwards because they realise that they're not real DJs? Yes, there is that. Um, but I, I just thought every Christmas is the same thing, isn't it? Everyone, they, everyone gets a little controller. Um, there was even one. There was even, even one. There was a couple, and a, a tag T in it, and um, they got. Um, he had a laptop and a Newmark party mix, which is a, which is about sixty nine pounds. Yeah, it's even got flashing lights on the back. That's it. And it, yeah, um, and it's not about the money. It's not. It's, it's not about how much things cost because you can. You might get that party mix and absolutely smash it. But you wouldn't then advertise yourself as a DJ with a with a with a kid's toy, would you? No, but they, they, I mean, there's two sides to that story as well. There's like, it's great for introducing young kids into the world of DJing. Yeah, and it might also that guy might have then used that for one month, and he might have then sold it and went or or, or just stuck it in his cupboard or gave it to his kids or whatever. Yeah, and, then, and then upgraded, right? So the, there's there's two sides to that story. Do you know what I mean? But to to exclaim yourself as a DJ because you're using a toy, you know, well done. And, and you know, it's not like we need yeah. any more DJs, but more the merrier, I suppose. Yeah. Um, it just it, makes it harder for those people that actually have spent all their lives doing it. Yeah, and actually invested in well, in equipment. Uh, yeah, thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds worth. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I was I've spent about a quarter of a million in my life, man, just on DJ equipment yeah. over the years since I was like a kid, right up to now. So yeah, easily. If if you take the money side of it and the equipment side of it out of it, that is what well, we've kind of agreed there. That's almost irrespective. And we'll come yeah. on to your particular one of the reasons why we wanted you to come on this podcast as well, because of your circumstance, and you know this is very to heart with what's happened to you over Christmas and New Year's. But because you got a piece of equipment, you now class yourself as a full blown DJ. 
Yeah. And then you put yourself out there into the world. And there's people who've gone through the apprenticeship of not even streaming to the world, practicing and practicing and practicing many hours at home. Their bed yeah. in the kitchen. And, and then do little house whatever. parties and then doing bigger parties and then doing clubs. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, hours like all three of us have done that from the start, you know. We've been there. We've been bedroom DJs. We've been sort of party DJs. We've been club DJs. We've all done it. So it's just the fact that they then bypass that. that they can yeah, it's like they've jumped everything we've ever done. Yeah. We stream, and we stream in a, in, in a professional way with professional DJs, uh, with a professional, professional attitude, irrespective of what equipment you got, because we've all got different equipment. Yeah. But we've all got some sort of background or a developing background and it's what we wish to do and take a professional outlook at what we're doing. Yeah. And then you've got somebody come along who two days ago we got the equipment. They've got a handful of tracks and you can stream tracks nowadays as well. So you don't even have to download them. Oh, and the funny thing is they've not even paid for those tracks either. That's <laughs> they've probably, probably got a free um, a free month or free th three free months with the whatever subscription. Well. Yeah. Spotify or iTunes or something. And then, no, no, no. They probably downloaded them illegally off the internet. You know what I mean? Because YouTube. they're playing songs that like aren't even actual legit songs so the people who made these songs originally aren't even getting paid do you know what i mean so that to me like don't get me wrong i'd done that when i was 14 years old you know bootlegs were a big thing it was like sort of yeah, back then it was different wasn't it you yeah of course those, because you, that you couldn't go online and download exactly know, like, that was how you got your music it was like somebody handed you a tape you know, yeah. of a DJ set, and that was what you listened to that DJ set, and that's how you learned how to mix because you were like, "What is that guy doing?" And you would sit in your bedroom at night and you would listen to that guy, and you'd be like, "What is he doing there with those decks?" Because he was only using, let's face it, two vinyls yeah. and a mixer. You know and what I mean? You, a four-channel mixer. Tunes, you know what I mean? Tops. If you wanted tunes back then, you'd go down. You know, on a Saturday yes. or Friday afternoon, you'd go down. You'd, that, that was the highlight of the week. You'd go down yeah. the record shop and you'd buy you spend the whole day time. yeah the whole day going through crates and crates and crates yep. of vinyl you would maybe narrow it down to maybe four or five that you would take up to the decks like the one deck in the shop you know and you would listen to them and there was a queue there was but a queue to get to that deck five tracks you'd go home and you'd play over and over and, over, and you would Correct. learn you would yeah, learn them, them five or six tracks and, and I, yeah now, nowadays djs don't have to well you don't have to do that DJs. because no you don't have to the do new that, DJs said, are coming in with their 200s and they're four hundreds. Um, they don't have to do that. They can just go yep. onto any downloading platform and just go. I'll have that, 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 and that. And if they don't like it, they just bin it. Oh, they don't I even have to download it. Um, they don't even have to download probably, it. Um, That's the I've thing. Got, you just stream it straight away. Studio. <laughs> the um, I sent Envy. I was speaking to Sam Saint last night, and Envy, and I um, I quoted Monty Python. Right. Um, I don't know if you know Monty Python particularly well. I, uh, I very Jake. well. Um, but the four Yorkshiremen. Oh, you can yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And I will. I will link. I'll put a link in the description below for, for that. And it is very so much. When you sent that, I was sitting on the toilet, mate, and I was giggling to myself. <laughs> <laughs> mate, the, um, there's not a Monty Python sketch or movie I do not know. Considering yeah, okay. when they done their movies, they filmed most of them up here, right next to where I live. Remember? Okay. Fair enough. So I'll uh, stand totally utterly corrected. Um, but yes, it was. I, the one that, that got me is it. Four Yorkshiremen is basically you outdoing each other. And it's literally that's what luxury, you should be doing. Then. It's like, well, when I had a kid, when I was a kid, we yeah. forty-seven of us crammed in water tower. Oh, yeah, luxury! Exactly. When I was lads, we used to have to clean road with tongue. <laughs> yeah, and it was I, 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 I got up before I went to bed at ten o'clock at night, and that's the one that got me. 
<laughs> Honestly, that is like one of the best sketches ever, man. Absolutely. But, um, I, I suppose it is. I mean, okay, coming Luxury. from an older generation, Luxury, there is there is a bit of that. Is that you think you have it hard nowadays in terms of trying to break through, but you've got yep. an internet, yep. and you've got streaming, and you've got equipment that basically allows you to bypass a lot of the hard work, a lot of the graft. But that's the world we live in now. Yeah, and we can't be the Yorkshireman going. Well, you think it had you had it hard, but we yeah, had it yeah. you know, hard back in it. our day. Is that that is exactly true? The hardness now is obviously trying to differentiate yourself from others because there's a lot of people out there because everything's made that little bit more easier. The entry barriers have been taken away in terms of, let's be honest, skill factor is part of it. Um. I'm sorry, I have to stop you. I just can't stop thinking about that sketch now. <laughs> the the public don't care, DJ-wise, what skill factor you've got, as long as you're doing a good job behind the decks, whether you are working it manually, old school, vinyl, or... Oh, they're not watching the anymore. That's the thing. They're listening, and that's that's what it comes yeah. down to. Do you know what I mean? I mean, but ev ev well, it's, hey, it's all like being pundits, isn't it? Before you go, before you like... go on, we made a point with... you got nowadays you've got a turntablist and you've got a DJ, ain't ya? There's, there's the difference. Club, yeah, but DJ, they've, they've split to two different genres as well. Mm. Yeah, that's what we're saying. So you've got yeah. a turntablist. It, it, it tends to be more hip-hop. It tends to be more hip-hop. It's not a DJ, is it, as you go to a club or bar. You don't really see turntablists in bars and clubs. You just don't but see it. That's what got me involved in DJing in the first place. I looked at these guys like Grandmaster Flash and stuff like that. That was what wanted. Like, that's what made me want to actually play the decks, right? I wanted to learn how to scratch. I wanted to learn how to cut and mix. You know, I mean, and beat juggle. That was what. What? That's the reason I wanted to DJ. And then all of a sudden, like there was the the rave scene. That was like, wow. Wait a minute. These guys can do that with like techno sounds and like. Oh wow. So now mixing is like a whole part of it, and that was, I I sort of went down that route, but don't get me wrong, I still have that sort of roots where I love like I've still got a turntable next to my Prime Four, simply because I can drop in like a an old school, like I, my my vinyl collection consists of old school comedy records from the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Billy Connolly is one you played on a uh, Billy Connolly. Um, not the nine o'clock news, you know, Rowan Atkinson talking about hedgehogs, do you know what I mean? That kind of stuff, I could pull that in to like a techno track and it just, it, it, it's completely different and I can scratch it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and that's like exactly it. So, coming in and out. You can I, tell I think, I think what, we're with, what we're dealing with in 2022 as we are now is that I suppose, and, and, and this is a derogative term, and I don't mean it derogative in any way. No, but that's that the thing, all, that's what I'm saying, Teeth. It's went like that, where it should have went side by side all the way. Well, we're, we're, if, you, if you look at the people's perceptions now, is that DJing is not hard, DJing's easy, Spotify comes up, I can put a playlist together, I can put a, a set together, can I put that and obviously DJ that, and then people are more aware, more educated in music because they're listening more i would say so, so yeah, yeah it's broken down that barrier of like whoa that dj is putting a set together of great tunes or they're dropping tunes that you've never heard before it. yeah whereas it's hard it's to drop a tune that nobody's heard before that's the yeah. hardest thing about being a dj right now is dropping a tune that nobody's heard yeah because i, I you know california dreaming and within two days it was on national radio it was all over the other um 
do you call it pools that I'm, I'm involved with? Absolutely. <laughs> if you look at Beatport, I look at like Tech House, even dance and pop, even like sort of techno. There's like a variation of that remix in every single one of them. Yeah. And exactly. just that song alone, just that one that you mentioned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And when the when I first found it, I played it a lot. I mean, you're talking about six months ago. I played that quite a lot on my set because. I was like, wow, this is great. This is like an old 60s song that I'm like dropping, you know, and it was a tech house, but I, had, I hadn't looked at the other pools, like you say, and all of a sudden it's in every fucking genre. Yeah, it's, it's, it's there and, and I suppose it makes it <coughs> accessible that you don't you don't get the exclusives unless you're making your own stuff. This is exclusive to yourself and if you don't share it, yep. obviously Half Jake's a producer himself and has had several releases. Um, it's something I have dabbled a little bit in. I can do a remix here and there, and that, that's about my my lot. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's the barrier between you is put this way. If you go to the mobile side of it, a lot of people not getting DJs anymore. They're just putting a playlist up on a an MP3 player. And um, off, a lot of the time, go. a lot of the time they're using virtual DJ, and then they can load up all their tracks into one side and hit auto mix. And that will continuously just play, yep. And then when you get a request, you drag that from your, your list of tracks, you drag that into your auto mix, and it will just play it next. And then straight away, everybody's like, oh, he's played it. We've, we were talking um, with DJ Nye, um, which we'll, come across, we'll talk about in a second. Yep. Um, who's a little nine-year-old DJ, and through, through Recordbox, she's got Beat Source, and she's used Prime 4s as well. Um, with obviously direct link to, to Beat Source, and you've got access straight away to every tune that every professional DJ will be playing. Um, yep. Again, you need to know how to create your set and have good taste in music as well, and the genres and stuff like that. But yeah, and still have musical the, timing. Every DJ you know? has access to the same tunes, and that's the thing yeah. because because she learned on a, a Prime Four, she learned on professional equipment, and there was no such thing as a sync button. I never once showed her that for like six months she was like no she learned to use the pitch she learned to use the key and then she would pick tunes that she liked and she would only mix them if they were in key and in time yeah well, well there you go nowadays puts it in key you, you can read the bpm it'll even manipulate the key for you and within if you need it yeah fairly close it will yep match the key for you it'll actually um lift it or lower it so a lot of the um, skill factor, the listening, the stuff that you just have to spend hours and hours and hours learning is it's shown. It's, it's gone. Not it's gone. A bad thing, I don't think, because no, I don't get me wrong. I can walk up to the decks now, and it's like I know I've only got thirty seconds left to mix a track. I can find, I can look on my list, and I know what key it is, I know what BPM it is, so I can flick it over. And all I need to do is get the beats right and let it go. We we need to to look at it in terms of all these are there to help you, and I think that what you'd mentioned before that. We should, as bar and club DJs, be actually closing the gap between performance DJs because if you've got the time, like you said before, within I'll, I'll reverse it the other way around. With me finishing a track and then dialing the next one in, within 15 to 20 seconds, I can be playing and, and mixing the next track in. Now, if I've yeah. got a five or six-minute track, what am I going to do for that period of time? I yeah. should be doing a performance. I should be putting you, effects in. You used, to, you used, in to, you used to be mixing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So you should be closing those gaps to performance. Now, you might not be able to scratch, and back in the day you said a beat juggling, but obviously you're just pressing the button because you've put a sample in it or an effect in it. But it should, 
that's not everyone should be doing that because it depends on the genre of music and where you're at. If you're doing sort of yep. prog house and yep. it's an after after hour set or a sunset yeah, set, exactly. And, and sometimes sometimes the track is designed to go up and down, so the the producer themselves like produced it to actually take you on a little journey. Yeah. So, so who are we to actually argue with that? Do you know what I mean? So that's like, right. Just go in and, and mix it up and then chop it up. Yeah. And it just make a mess. Yeah. Of so it. we just we just take the next track in at the end of what they're tried to do. Do you know what I mean? But we we should be looking at using the, the technology. Right. I used to, I used to use vinyl predominantly all my life, right? And then I gave up DJing for a few years, and then I just got that sort of little, like sort of you know that little. Come on, you should be you should be DJing again. You know that little voice in the back of your head. So, I wasn't a way to spend like three thousand pounds on a set of pioneers or, or Technics. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't a way to set that up again in the house. Do you know what I mean? So, what did I do? I bought a little set of like, uh, what was it? I think it was the Newmark Mixtrack Pro Two, right? Mm -hmm. And I bought that, and I thought, brilliant! I could hook that up to my Mac, and I run Serato through it. And it was like, wow, the whole, hold on a second, like, I can actually do all the stuff I used to do, like, in seconds, do you know what I mean? And and I was kind of like, that's what kind of converted me, and I was like, oh, but I can't scratch on it. And then I was like, I was like, hold on a second, I can scratch on it. I was like, this is this is actually great, this is like, I can, oh, not only can I scratch, I don't have to find vinyl that I've got little samples on it to scratch, I could download MP3s off the internet. And that was it. I was like, hold on a second. Like, I've just saved myself like two or three days worth of work here. Yeah. So I was yeah, kind of, that's what converted me to digital DJing. But the thing is, what you didn't do, you didn't say, right, okay, I am now ready to stream to the world again straight away. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. Because you knew that you had to get match ready. If you see anyone on a prime setup or anyone on a, um, you know, a, a separate, you know, 6,000, SC 6,000s, 5,000s, the yeah, um, Pioneers, the, um, Pioneer 2. Yep, thousands yeah. or the or the three thousands mm -hmm. that you're saying okay you need okay, to be this person's serious to about this kit. yeah yeah so absolutely are, it, it puts you then to that level that i expect you to be good yeah. yeah or at least at least learning to be good or at least trying to be good do you know yeah. what i mean I at mean, least yeah it shows a level of dedication do you know what I mean? there's one dj that we have and i had a, a conversation with with him when he first started with us and i says that the equipment you're using on a true honest opinion doesn't look professional however you do not need to upgrade until you basically you've outgrown that piece of equipment yeah, yeah. absolutely you don't and need to upgrade has, just because it hasn't upgraded yet you, no but you <laughs> and but what what we did have a conversation is that to, to a point if if he hung back a little bit longer he's almost going to miss going to another controller to actually go to separates that's where he ultimately wants to be right i bet he, he when you think well I've done everything this this can do for me now, and also it's as well. It's just keep but saying that saying that going, T, keep you learning. T, that's that's exactly the right thing. Is because at the same time though, some people are comfy with what they've got. You know, they don't want to move on. They're they're happy with what they've got. They're like, I can DJ on this. I'm I'm fine. But again, put them in a club, which ultimately every DJ at the end of the day wants to be in a club in front of like a thousand people, crowd going wild. That's like. That's why you're DJing at the end of the day. If you're not doing it for that, then why are you doing it? I think the scene, the, the scene has changed anyway, is that controllers have come in. Controllers now are the norm across bars and clubs. Absolutely. To a 
I wouldn't even class, and I think I've said this on a podcast before, but basically, unless you go into your absolute superstar DJs, mm-hmm. they will still be, be on separates the majority of the time. But um, usually because they're getting money from likes of Pioneer yeah. to pay um, them. They, they that's that's the reason. That is the only reason. But the, Because um, you can do more with a set of ele- electronic stuff, like digital stuff. Like if you've got like a controller and then you've also got like, I'm trying to think of the name. It's a like tractor, like you've got all your different kind of like pads, all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like even Carol Cox uses tractor stuff nowadays. Do you know what I mean? And that guy, <coughs> when we were younger, was the four deck wizard. That was his nickname. You know, four vinyl decks and a mixer. That was what he used. Ironically, you know, if he went back to do that now, he would get even more praise because people think, well, I can't do that. Yeah, I can't do that. As much as I can actually emulate and sound to be three or four times better than what he can do. Yeah, I cannot do that. I cannot. But that's replicate. what I'm That's how it's moved it, it on. It might be doing something quite minimal, but to have four tracks in the mix manually mm. beat matched. It's yeah. Like, well, I'm having to press sync on two of them and manually do the other two, for yep. example, because a lot of DJ would be that to get four in the mix. We know how hard to get two mix. You don't have enough time. Three There's not enough time in a track to do that. Do you know what I mean? But that's what he done. That is a skill level that's beyond beyond exactly, people. and that's what that's why these guys have invented this stuff so as we could all feel like Carol Cox. You know what I mean? That's why it was invented. But we're not them, are we? No, no. I must and we're still, they're still not. They're still not I, been anybody close to it. No, I, 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 to get to the point I was going to make before is I, when I see somebody in a club environment, not in a bar environment, I'm totally happy to see um, controllers and you know high high oh, bars controllers. Are, in a controls bar are perfect for bars because you rock up with just because nine times out of ten in a bar there's not the equipment. All you've got is a sound system if you're yeah. lucky, you know. So you you rock up, you plug in, and you and play. You yeah, but when yeah. you see them in but, in clubs, yeah. my heart just sinks just a little bit. And you know what? It is now seeping from the bars into clubs is that the clubs are not providing a lot of the sort of not um not your, your really high-end clubs or your really famous clubs but there's a lot of clubs out there that don't even have their own equipment they've got the pa equipment like you said but they don't supply their own equipment anymore well, they don't want to because a lot of the djs just bring their own equipment it, in anyway they no because they have to replace it every year because people if it's somebody that if it's a club owns it people abuse it they don't look after it like it's your own. If it's owned by the club, it's wrecked. Nine times out of ten, you turned. How many times have we turned up to a club, and the stuff that we've been told it was there, and we're like, "Oh, that's great. We don't have to bring anything." You get there, and it's wrecked. It's wonky. Yeah, yeah do you know what I mean? It's like, hold on, was Wongy playing here last week? <coughs> do you know what I mean? I, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or not before, but James Hype went from controller based, and he says, oh, it, "It just looks more professional if I'm on separates." That's the only reason he went to separates. But to emulate what he could do very easily, or for him that was easily done, or more easily done on a controller, he had to go to four decks. His yeah. setup was on four decks, a lot more room in the booth, and he had to learn a different way of doing things, and yeah. that become totally natural for him. So obviously that's more impressive doing it on four decks than it is somebody yeah. doing on a controller, because again, you know there's a skill level that he's taking it to the next level again. No, you can and apply that to any, any to musician. I want to be impressed yeah. musically as well as a performance on the decks if someone like him, I mean, I'm not to his kind of level. You know, you can near. apply that to I'm like musicians as in like guitarists as well. Of, he, 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 you know? He's a performance DJ and 
DJS was very similar to what we've got here, and obviously yeah, I know absolutely. Like I, I love DJS that. DJS yeah. emulates um, James hype very much, and you can just, you can see that in his style. It, I love um, the way he's got the two cameras as well, it, and he shows you what he's doing with his four decks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But, um, and he's always wanted to do that four deck thing, and he said that from I, the very I, I beginning. Asked him d directly, when you go to a club, and if you're just left on two or three or four decks, he says, "That's what I have to do. I have to dumb it down because I can't do mm. what I do when I'm at home. It sounds better, but the actual." top end club setup which is typically most clubs probably three decks isn't it one continuous yeah, if you're lucky yeah yep. um if not two decks in a mixer and you go well i can only do half to three quarters yeah. what I and want the annoying thing is it's a two deck two decks and a four deck uh, four mixer channel as djs who've watched the progression go from analog to digital you know old school to new school and we're now talking about guys who basically have like got a little toy for their pre Christmas present from their wife and they've went, yeah, thanks, baby. I've always told you I could be a DJ, <laughs> you know? Well, okay. That brings us nice and neatly onto DJ Nye. Would you like to elaborate a little bit on DJ Nye's story and uh, what she got for Christmas? Uh, well, basically, she came into the studio and used the Prime 4 setup with a full PA system and had a half-hour lesson and then... Basically, from there, she's now mixing just as well as I am, and it's kind of sickening. <laughs> How old is she? She, she was nine on Hogmanay. <laughs> <laughs> and again, just before we came to record this podcast, before she went to bed, she had a little chat with us, and um, she was talking about beat source and the, the genres that she was, was was interested in and mixing. And Luckily enough, she's not one of those kids that just went, oh, I want to be an DJ. Do you know what I mean? That was something that... Her mum actually had taught her, like, if you go, if you're in the car and you're listening to Kistery, right, which obviously, if anybody knows, like, obviously, is old school and anthems radio station. It's Kiss, but the old school Kiss, right? So every single track that comes on, whether it be hip hop, R and B, house, techno, trance, whatever, she'll tell you what track that is and who it's by within the first bar of that song. Well, she, right, so straight she, away. She was appreciating what I was playing. I was playing a mixture of, of new and old stuff. Probably a bit more old stuff in reality. Yeah. New Year's Eve. And she was like, she was loving some of those old school She stuff. loved what you were playing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, as soon as she seen that I was logged into like the actual website on Hogmanay, she was like, no problem. When you were playing at like three o'clock in the morning, she was like, the first time she came off the decks was when you were on. And she was like... Yes, and she was like giving you shout-outs, like she was telling you, give me shout-outs and stuff, do you know what I mean? Like, no. But that, that that says, that's probably the defining thing between somebody who says he's a DJ, take the equipment to one side, we've, yep. we've talked a bit about that, is for me, the, the biggest difference is if you become very studious, learn about your history, learn yep. about the music, yep. yes, the new music will hit us all at the same, same time, or we'll discover it. Yeah within a couple of days or a week or two of each other because it's so accessible nowadays compared that to was what got me was our musical knowledge our musical knowledge is beyond our days like hugely beyond our days <laughs> you have a breadth of knowledge which is going to yeah. stand you in good stead to, to be a versatile dj yeah. yeah and she is that's the thing and and like every time she mixes like sometimes i'm sitting there going hold on what did she just do there because i'm going to steal that do you know what i mean <laughs> with an envy um tell us what you were telling us before about um you're watching somebody that wasn't doing anything. Oh, well, with the guy on fa on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he um, this is the guy who got the DDJ 200 for Christmas. 
And um, I was I was watching it because I was curious. And you can see him pressing Q, 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 play. And you're waiting and you're waiting. There was no pitch slider movement. There was no jog wheel movement. It was it was clearly being done digitally by the software. And Don't you just love when people hit Q, 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 play, even though they've already hit sync, when all they had to do was hit play? Yeah, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes you look good. I'm doing something. I'm but this is... This is this is the guy who who says he's now a DJ, um, who That's can't be, who can't beat match two tracks together. Um, That's brilliant. You know he's just using sync and and let's be honest, half Jake's you know taught um, taught DJ nines the right way. Um, you know use the jog wheel, use your pitch control, sync button, what's that? It don't yep. exist. It's not. Well, I was, it's not a I real thing. We know DJs that have been DJing for years and they're still not very good. Yeah, we, we yeah. know these DJs. We won't name them. We had a, we had a DJ that was exactly the right same. Right at the start. And we, and we put right at the start. Him. Yeah, and we put up with him. Yeah, for I remember. A Starts year with S. Um, you know, and it got to the point where we, we couldn't. We was like, well, you know, like enough is enough. Bad mixing, one or two tracks every now and then. Yes, fine, but to but be not every mix. To be yeah. consistently shit. Every mix. Just because you can play on vinyl, it probably make you better. better digital dj and appreciate it more it definitely did it made me it made it so much easier for me to go to digital than it would be for somebody digital to go to vinyl i know that for a fact that's yeah 100%. When, when they're playing out it does it doesn't matter really doesn't matter as long as they do their job as long as they do their job well especially yep. if you're in a, an employed professional but like you said if you've got those fundamental skills you can walk up to any set of decks and DJ and I proved that she, on Christmas Day when she looked at that DDJ 200, she was like, oh, I know what that is, I know what that is, I know what that is, I know what all those buttons on this decks do. There wasn't four channels, there were two channels. So it took a lot of the stuff that she didn't use, that she hadn't learned yet, out the equation, and straight away it was just, it was focused on all the things she had learned. Do you know what I mean? So she was just straight away like, oh, this is it. So there was no lessons involved, nothing. Didn't have to be shown anything. That was it. She was away. It's it's one of those things, obviously, she's, again, she's prob she's one of these people that probably was always going to do it. She is suited to doing it. Aye, yeah, some, aye. Some, some people are suited to just be a natural footballer, and they've got great skills, but they're a great person as well. They're humble. They're down to the ground. You know what I mean? They care about people. Some some Fame people learn things head. as soon as they see them like that. Uh, aye. Yeah, and they're, they're, a good, they're a good rounded person with a good skill set in the right place. Literally. And, and, yep. and it can be seen. It's more genuine, isn't it? I mean, look at, you look at any DJ. Those obviously have egos and those who don't. The ones that are more respected are the guys who are just a good guy or a good, yeah, good yeah. lady. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I love about Dance Party. That that core dance the core dance party everybody seems to be like that. Well, okay. Well, apart from envy, we, obviously, he just sits there. Look, what we do what need I mean? to do, and I'm going to envy to do to do this because you and I, half Jake, we've uh, I think we've overtalked envy quite a bit. I think we have. I think, I, I think it's been a like a a, a half Jake and DJT session. To be fair, um, what envy wanted to do before we started, and we haven't done it yet, is he would Make like a cup to of say tea. a few words about one of our current DJs who's going through something. Absolutely, DJT. DJ Envy, if you can say that, that would be absolutely amazing because we all feel it. Every single person at the station is feeling the exact same thing right now. Um, we got one of our DJs, uh, Petro Uno, um, was uh, rushed to hospital Monday, just gone. 
Um, he had a stroke and he's been put into an induced coma. Um, so we just want to send all our best wishes from everyone at the station to Petro himself and obviously his friends and family and uh, Chris Beats as well, who we, um, who we work closely with. Um, everyone from Dance Party just hopes he gets better soon and uh, he'll be back to DJing, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. From everybody at Dance Party, man, hope you get well. Hope your hope your family are well. No, you want to you want to take us out, Envy? Um, yeah, can do. Thank you for watching the Dance Party Two Four Seven podcast. We had myself, DJ Envy, DJ T, and special guest today was Half Jake. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click the notification bell for when we next release a podcast. See you guys. See you, See you later, guys. Bye.